Holy smoke! Sit down, tell me what hurts. You're in the podcast office of the highly credible sports wrestling podcast show ever created, The Script. I am always and every time connected by this guy, my tag team partner, Miss Dre Kamikaze Dre. What up, what up, what up? What's going on with you, man? How you doing today? Ain't much, ain't much. Just chilling. We're going to dive right into what the, the, the country should be expecting as a very uh, competitive and uh, you know great TV shows as far as your Western and Eastern Conference Finals this year. A lot of speculating teams, a lot of uh, great matchups here. You know, a lot to talk about, you know, with, the, of course, the teams that didn't make it. But let's talk about the teams that did make it. You know, there's we'll start off with the Eastern Conference uh, going in. Uh, any, anybody that really surprised you that much, Kamikaze? Making it to the playoffs? Probably the Detroit Pistons, maybe, and the Orlando Magics. They, you know, the Orlando Magic kind of got in there at the last second. Uh, play, played bas- playoff basketball the whole month going into this. Uh, why? That's why I was so surprising what they pulled off in game one. But we'll get to that shortly. Uh, how do we want to start this off, man? You want to go Bucks? Bucks Pistons, since you've already mentioned the Pistons already. Yeah, let's go Bucks Pistons. Got All the right, number go. one seed, Milwaukee Bucks, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo. This guy's a beast. This guy's a beast. Scores 27 points, averages 27 points a game, 12 rebounds, uh, 5 assists. But this guy's just, just overall, he's MVP, MVP for me. Yeah, he would be my MVP too. A lot of people are going to go with James Harden, and I understand because he's leading. The, I, I think he's leading the league in, in scoring. He has led the league now, I think, the second or third year in a row. Yes, sir. Um, well, but you know, it's not just Giannis. You know, he's 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 got a, a an incorporating role here with Middleton and Bledsoe. Uh, Middleton with a healthy eighteen points average per game. Bledsoe with fifteen. And what you have here as well is you have a nice little splash of Lonzo or Lopez, Brooke Lopez, putting up twelve for a big man, big threat on the arc, as well as you bring in Brog with his fifteen point thing. I think you look at the Pistons team; they've got an injured Blake Griffin. Uh, to me, if any indication on the first game, which was a blowout by, I think, almost 30 points. Yeah, this is going to be like that. Just like we predicted in the, before we even recorded the show, this is going to be a sweep. Um, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. We've been get, laying the groundwork for this pod for about two weeks, you know. We've been discussing the ma- potential match matchups and what we thought could happen. And when it was the Bucks. Versus Orlando, I think it was, we were talking about. We said it would be a sweep. Correct. None of this, the Pistons, is still going to be a sweep. It's going to be even more of a sweep because Blake Griffin is injured. But like you said, you have Giannis averaging almost 28 points. Bledsoe averaging almost 16 points. And Bledsoe, since he signed that contract, he t- he's been turning it on. He's been lights out from three points. So it, it, It's a refreshing change of pace <coughs> when a player actually gets a contract and plays harder. I think you've seen in the norm where it's almost been a lax situation where a player gets that big contract and realizes, oh, well, you know, I've got to protect me now. 
You also got one of the most underrated players, I believe, in the league, and Chris Middleton averaging almost 19 points a game, you know, so. And, and Chris right now, he, he's, he's, he's applying himself to have a pretty free, uh, pretty productive free agency class. Yeah. Because he's, he's one of those names that I have in our free agency class that we will get to earlier. But it, he's a name that doesn't get dropped a lot, but consistent scorer. Uh, has, has done well in the East, and, and it could possibly, if the if the Bucks don't jump on him, could see himself on a different team <coughs> making a lot more money. Yeah, well, Lakers are looking for a guy like Chris Middleton. So. The Lakers are always looking for a good shooter. Chris Middleton good would shooter, fit the bill, man. but you know we'll we'll see how it works out. I mean, if you if you if you're if you're Middleton, do you really want to leave the Bucks? Um, you got an opportunity. I wouldn't. Now for you got like, yeah. You got an opportunity to pair with Antetokounmpo and Bledsoe. You, that that's a big three that could dominate the East. Well, not to mention that you've got an opportunity now to go and represent the Eastern Conference. And I think if you obviously, if Jonas is uh, happy there, you've got a productive three or four seasons of going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then maybe the. Yeah. The, the NBA Finals. And at, at this point, the big, your biggest challenge is Boston because Philly can't seem to get out of their own way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Philly, Philly, as much as the process has been duplicated, can't seem to, to finalize the process. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll get to them shortly. So we have, of course, a, a majority in this one. The Bucks with a sweep over the Pistons. Yeah. Not even close. Did, did they squeak one away? I, I think it's possible because they are an NBA caliber team. But I don't think it's going to happen because I think that Giannis is on a mission and he has a good, you know, Robin or Nightwing yes. type ca- characters behind him, you know, with Bledsoe and Middleton. Like I said, I think Middleton is really, really underrated and he's almost he's almost averaging 20 points a game. Bledsoe is almost averaging 15. And like we said earlier, since he signed that contract, he's been turning it on and lighting it up from three-point run. So that's going to just shoot through the roof for the playoffs if he can stay consistent. Perfect. Oh. Perfect. I feel like uh, we nailed that one out of the park. Rolling into the 2-7 to seven bracket, we have Toronto with a surprisingly jumping up. They were fluctuating between 6th, 7th, and 8th. They landed in the 7th spot, which doesn't do much favors. They play a Toronto team, which pretty much was battling the Bucks for a good portion of the year as far as who was going to be 1 and 2 in the yeah. East. The Bucks. Bucks finished 60 and 22. Toronto finished 58 and 24. So, these two teams, like, they aren't far apart as far as record wise. They Toronto just like the Bucks has have have a pretty decent big three if you want to call them that. With Kawhi averaging twenty six point six points a game and mm-hmm. seven rebounds. You got Kyle Lowry who didn't score a point in the first game but broke out for twenty two in the second in the second game. He's averaging fourteen points a game. And then you got the big man Mark Gasol averaging 13.6 per, per game and almost eight rebounds per game. So with with the team that can score and rebound like that, I think that they can they can they can find themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think uh you were uh quiet to me is the stir the salt the salt the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. I know a lot of people think Kawhi is one of the best players in the league, but in my mind Kawhi's underrated for what he brings to the table. 
you know, as far what? as yeah, as far as his ability on the court and his leadership, be, you know, you you listen to a lot of other reporters talk about how oh Kawhi takes games off this that and the third, you know, and I think that <laughs> that brings a question to his leadership, his his drive, his 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 love for the game, you know, and stuff like that. But you know, I don't. I, I don't see it. I think if Kawhi's hurt, he's going to get his body to, together so he can be the best Kawhi he can be. You know? Oh, man, I got to interject there because the only thing that's quiet about Kawhi is his demeanor. His game is not quiet. No. His defensive skills isn't quiet. No. One of the best defenders in the league. I think for him, the best thing is to stay humble. Uh, you've got you've got your team. You've got one of the best teams you've assembled since your San Antonio run for the championship. Marcus all to me is 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 the kind of the the question mark. Are we going to get a double double out of him every night? Is he a passer? Is he a shooter? Can he be both? Can he be productive? But as as, as a center, if you're going to give me thirteen and eight a night in the playoffs, Agreed. I'll take it. Agreed. You know, I'll take it easy, and and that's what he's averaged on the season. So I'm pretty sure. Well, you you're, you hope that trade would be productive. You hope that trade was going to come with some value. Marcus All is with you th- through the playoffs, and you know Toronto for me has got all the pieces t- to take it. Yeah. Uh, now whether Orlando's going to allow that to happen because they themselves are playing playoff ball. Yeah, and they and playing real playoff ball. They, they actually play- stole one. You know, they've been playing playoff ball I got all this, month long. I got this series going 4-2 and two with Toronto winning, obviously. But I do think, like you said, the Magic have been playing playing for the playoff lives for the last month. Right. So, to, for, them, for them, this is just another day in the park, you know, because they've already been in the mindset that we got to win every game at this point or we got to win as many games as we can at this point. So, and... Uh, in 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 a tournament that's in a tournament that's okay the race to win the most games you know I'm gonna give Orlando a chance to at least compete mm-hmm. so I think they'll steal two games and they've already stolen one game mm-hmm. at this point you know but I think Toronto is gonna walk away with this series four to two I I think with Orlando stealing the first one I don't know if. Bob Busbeck, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Busbecki, he's their European star, their 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 lone All Star, averaging twenty points, seven seven assists, three rebounds a game. Um, to me, he looked flat in the second game and the first game. And to me, if Orlando's going to pull off any other miracle like they did in the first game, he's got him to get himself to get himself started. Uh, Gordon's doing their job. Fournier's doing his job. Uh, Drew's doing their job. I feel like this Orlando team could steal one, but to me they woke a sleeping giant, and we saw that in game two with Kawhi Leonard going off the way he Not did. Even just that, the the difference between game one and game two is Kyle Lowry made his shots. Kyle and Lowry stepped up big time. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, as a, as a little guy, he played big boy ball. He was attacking the paint. Like, I, I, I'm a fan, you know. And 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 I, I I cracked jokes about him too when he when he went zero for seven. You know. Yeah, we we were discussing that a little bit <laughs> you last know, time while we were watching the game, right? But I've always been a guy that says I'll take Kyle Lowry because I know I know I know that 
Game two, Kyle Lowry is the real game. Is the real Kyle Lowry? Game one, Kyle Lowry. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I don't think we will see that again for the rest of this series, at least. For me, you saved the problem right there. Is that I'm not getting a consistent Kyle Lowry. Now, if I was getting a Kyle Lowry consistently doing that game in and game out, then I would have no problem with a team like the Lakers, of course, going after him because it's said worth the worth. You know, the squeeze is worth the juice, as they say. And um, but I don't get a consistent game production from him, and that's what scares me. <coughs> you didn't get that. You didn't see that in one. You saw it in two. I get it. You can have an off game, but I've seen it throughout his career, and in his playoff run with with Toronto being swept numerous times out of the playoffs already. I need to see that that Kyle Lowry, hundred percent every game. It's it's basically you know you win go home kind of mentality at this point. Yeah, I, I think we'll see that Kyle Lowry a little bit more. All right, ready? Where are we starting at? Uh, we're starting with the three and six. Well, going into the three and six brackets, we have the 76ers, the process with Joel Embiid, Simmons, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Toby Harris. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Versus the Brooklyn Nets, which to me is one of the many surprises coming out of the East this year. You know, especially yeah. with the surprise of D'Angelo Russell, yeah. averaging twenty-one points, seven assists, and three yeah. rebounds. Hey, game. Magic! I thought I thought D'Lo wasn't a fucking leader. It looks like he's leading the Nets pretty well, right? Thinking back to that that trade now and what you've acquired with Lonzo Ball, where are you going? I, I want you to think with I'm, your, I'm, your heart left your right, head here. So, so let me let you know that I went from not believing in Lonzo Ball to not wanting to trade Lonzo Ball. You feel me? So I'm that this my comments are not a knock on Lonzo Ball's ability because Lonzo Ball is a great defender. He's a great shot creator. And I'm happy with what Lonzo Ball brings to the table. Okay. As far as. All right. But. But. Where Lonzo Ball lacks in is in the scoring department. And the defense that Lonzo brings to us, I think we could find that somewhere else. I think in in our league, as much as I want to preach uh, defense, because I love defense, I love teams that play defense. This is a scoring league. This is a scoring league. And I need a shooter. And I need a shooter. (laughs) And and to me, D'Angelo Russell was that guy you could have paired with LeBron James. And you're talking about a one-two punch there where, you know, D'Angelo would have loved the tutelage from LeBron, loved the passing game of LeBron because yeah. he would be able to be Alonzo forces everybody to mature. No matter who he's playing with, he forces you to mature because his style of play is winning style of play. And people, even if they don't like the narrative around what's going on with the team, they're going to ride with LeBron because they know they're going to win regardless, you know. But we digress. Let's talk. Let's get into this Seventy Sixers Brooklyn Nets series. Um, uh, three six. Seventy uh, Sixers coming in with, on paper, should be the team to beat in the East, right? Because yeah. they they got the second best starting five in the league I to agree. the Warriors. I agree. They have everything you need. They've got all the pieces. Lack of confidence, maybe. Um, lack of a winning ability in the playoffs. I think. The Philadelphia 76ers suffer from what Magic thought D'Angelo Russell suffered from. A lack of leadership, you know, because 
your 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 best player on your team is arguably Joel Embiid. I Correct. think it's Jim, Jimmy Butler because I I think Jimmy is better because of the leadership that he brings. Okay. You know, along with the ability to score and create shots for other players. Wow. All right. You know, but Joel Embiid physically may be the best player on the team, and the fact that they can't. Well, Joel Embiid is injured. You know, I, I believe it's his knee. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that that affects Philly's ability to play the type of ball that they need to play to win win, he, win all of these games. Um, you got a point guard in Ben Simmons, who's not a true point guard, who really can't do some of the things that you need your point guard to do. And they have a sniper in JJ Reddick. Well, you know? to me, I've never trusted the process. Um, they're a team that has all the ability and yet can't do anything with it. I mean, they 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 scrape themselves into a a, a three seed, which which you know Boston or Indiana to me could have upseated them. Yeah. So they settle for you know I mean not to say settle for a three seed is not bad, but you get the Brooklyn Nets now. Brooklyn Nets they've already won a game. And Boston finished two games behind Philly, so they could have easily stole that. From right. So, but to me. From what they showed me in these, these this first game, is that yeah they might have the best players, but, but not, they don't play the best team ball. Right. And Brooklyn right now plays that team ball. Now, do I think Brooklyn has a chance? Yeah. No. I gave them a chance. No. I picked Brooklyn to beat Philly and surprise the world in this series, four to two. It's one one now, and we going to Brooklyn. Right. And I think Brooklyn going to win the next two. Philly going to win that one at home. And that's it. Um this is where I this is where I jump in and I get into my big boy pants and I, and I tell you that you're absolutely wrong. Okay. Yes, Brooklyn will, will will compete in this series. Yes, they will win a few games. A few being two. They've won one. I feel like 76ers figure it out. Jimmy Butler takes over because I think that's the X factor in this in this 76ers is Jimmy Butler's shooting ability, and he's also a free agent that I'm looking at to join LeBron James with the Lakers. But the 76ers to me, as long as they have Jimmy Butler and a somewhat healthy Embiid with a Tobias Harris, with a JJ Redick contributing, I would I would normally agree with you, but the problem in Minnesota was. Jimmy couldn't do it all by himself, and Jimmy couldn't care enough for all the rest of the guys to play the way they needed to play because that was a really good team, too, mm-hmm. on paper, mm-hmm. you know. And it feels like going from Minnesota to Philly, Jimmy Butler's situation didn't change. Now, really? he can throw them on his shoulders, and it wouldn't be completely surprising if they snuck out of this series, you know, for me. You know, I picked Brooklyn because I just I see I seen something in Brooklyn that I seen some dog man like they they they, they, the they gonna fight you know and I just don't think that when the adversity hits Philly, Philly that Jimmy Butler's gonna be able to drag them through that. Uh, no, I've got Brooklyn winning. I just don't have them winning four. I've got the series going four two with Philadelphia figuring out, but. But I throw in this but though, 
G or Joel Embiid exposes the knee to more pain and more thrashing throughout this series oh, yeah. because, you know, let's be honest with what you're saying here. I agree completely that Brooklyn's going to make this a series. I feel like and Jimmy's what win. gets him over, <laughs> over the threshold. 4-2 for me. The 76ers limping into the next round. Without I hope Joel you're right Embiid. because, like, the further Brooklyn go, the more the Lakers look dumb. And to me, it's okay because as long as Joel, Joel Embiid keeps saying Hulu has live sports, he'll get uh, his money. That's Giannis. No, Embiid does it too. Embiid does it too. Embiid does Hulu, Jesus Hulu has Christ. live sports too. Uh, Hulu, by the way, if you're listening to this, I, I, I'll, I'll get a bag of money for saying Hulu has live sports. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you can pay me to say Hulu has live sports. <laughs> I know Hulu has live sports because I watch live sports on Hulu. Shit. Now... Now, to, to a game we didn't get to to watch, to a game we did watch and was very impressed with. Hold on, what game didn't we get to watch? Well, I don't know about you, but I didn't watch the 76ers-Brooklyn game. Did you oh, watch Oh, game the two? No. I didn't watch. I watched but, game one. But uh, we watched the game one of the Boston-Indiana series. Yeah. Which was a compelling series at first, with the first, second, yeah, first and second quarter it being was... a, a defensive uh, chess match between Boston's offense and Indiana's defense, the Indiana defense winning the first two quarters, and uh, Brad Stevens and company try kind of figuring things out uh, in the second half, where the stars really started to shine. You saw Jason Tatum kind of uh, taking his role on uh, Joel Brown, Jamal Brown, or Jalen Brown. Jo- him stepping into his role, going to the basket. Playing some big boy ball, too. And then you saw Al Horford making the shots that he needs to make. Yeah, but I, my problem with Al Horford is, number one, he's slow. We all know he's slow. We he's just it out to be there. a shooter at this point. But, dog, your job is to get in the paint and stop easy drives. I understand that you owe... You slow. But that's your job, man. Like, the fact that you don't do that, that shit can hurt them down yeah. the line. Because I've seen a lot of that where I'm like, dog, nobody's in the paint. And, like, they go, oh, easy dunk. It, it seems to me when, easy layup. when Baines goes out on the bench, that physicality it's inside gone. is gone. It's gone, bro. And, and that's something that we'll address. Al Horford is also a free agent going into next yeah, season. Yeah, I don't, so want, no, I don't, I don't want him. see Boston Celtics picking up that contract. Don't come to, don't, don't come to L.A. Because you know, we, we, we don't need a big man shooter. We need a shooter shoot. If I know Brad Age, <laughs> he's got plenty of ideas of how he's going to replace Al Horford with the billion uh, draft picks he has acquired at this point in Boston. Um, was a compelling game. Uh, but to me, was the the underdog stars that the Indiana Pacers have. Uh, Miles Turner, thirteen uh, average points a, a, a game this year, combined with seven rebounds. Uh, Young, with this Turner Young co- combo, Young putting in twelve and six rebounds. You'd have this dynamic young. duo. Daddy Young always been talent. a great role player. Uh, that Indiana's acquired, and I feel like if they had Victor Oladipo. In oh, this, series, this would be a series this right This would here. be the best series to me in the first quarter, for the first game of the the NBA yeah, Finals. But unfortunately, I got this as a sweep. Uh, Boston ended up winning the game that we watched, yeah. and uh, like I said, the stars ended up being the stars. Tatum blowing up 
uh, Brown going to the hole like he's supposed to. Kyrie, Kyrie hitting the shot. Big shots. boy ball. Yeah. But, Big um, boy ball. I, I find uh, Indiana stealing a game probably at home, probably game three for them. Uh, but I have Boston winning 4-1 in this series. And tell 4-1? Me, talk, oh, you talk, got Indiana stealing the game? Talk me, talk me, out, of, talk me out of this one. 4-1. No Victor Oladipo, one. no wins. That's all I got to I say. I feel they still won it in Indiana, probably game three. Maybe game four if, if Boston's nah. already got three nah. games in the hole. See, if, if, uh, if I only had seen the first half of Boston-Indiana, you would have had me... On your side with Indiana being able to steal steal a game, okay. but the way this way this the way that team came away from halftime, uh-huh. and they made their adjustments. Their defense got better. Their shooting got better. They started finding open shots for themselves because Indiana was smothering them in the first Absolutely. half. Absolutely, you know, Absolutely. and they started winning the way they were supposed to win. Uh-huh. Like Indiana don't have no shot. Not when you have that talent. That coaching ability to be able to make the adjustments you need to make in the game to eventually blow them out, you know? Well, not even blow them out, but they, they didn't even score 80 points. Um, a big surprise to me is when I saw in the first half of this series with, uh, Kyrie, uh, with Kyrie Irving controlling the ball, trying to do it all by himself, and then them realizing, hey, we've got to space this ball out. We've got to make this Indiana defense work harder. And then you, what you saw at the end of the game is you saw Kyrie picking his points and able to score when he, not when he had to, but when he could. And, and that's what I think is you're going to see the best production out of Boston Celtics this year is when Kyrie can score but doesn't have to control the scoring. So I'm going 4-1 in this series. What did you have this series going, Kamikaze? It's a sweet. It's a sweet. No, no love. No huh? Oladipo. No winning. Oh wow. Well, I'm sorry, Indiana fans. I mean, you'll always have Hoosiers, I guess. Yeah. But um, Hulu has live sports. But Hulu has live sports. That's right. <laughs> ching ching. I'll wait for my bag in just a second. <laughs> uh, any uh, any other comments out of this Eastern Conference before we finish up? Um. Um. After we talked about it, anything, anything else surprises you? No, it'll surprise me if it'll surprise me if the Magic take Toronto to seven games. That's the only way this will surprise me. Okay. Uh, I I think all of my predictions or my expectations are. Pretty legit outcomes. Um, I do see a situation where Philly can beat Brooklyn, and it can be four two. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because Brooklyn they're young, you know, and you they have some some good players. I'm not gonna knock them on that, you know, and they can shoot, they can score, you know, but Philly just on paper is supposed to be the second best team in the league, so. They should win that series. So if I'm wrong on that, it wouldn't surprise me. Only thing that would surprise me is is if the Magic really make this a series. I think it the the minutes they allow Embiid to play in this first uh, series of the playoffs against Brooklyn, 
is to me going to be the the key for the 76ers. Oh, Embiid's going to play a lot. He's the, he's he he's the game plan for the Sixers is built around Embiid, you know, getting the ball a lot and Jimmy Butler closing. Now, hopefully they wise up and focus on getting Jimmy Butler the ball and getting him re- ready to go early. You know, so he can just take over because Jimmy has the has that ability to take over in his playoff ball. Everybody plays hard. Why couldn't Why couldn't they they you know take and put Tobias Harris in that position or who in B's position? Correct. I, Big guy, wing guy, good score, decent score. You know, with the Jimmy but, that with, too. with Jimmy Butler, JJ Redick. They could try that too, or they could Simmons. try putting the actual point guard on the field and feed Ben Simmons in the paint. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, right? Right. You got Ben Simmons playing point guard. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. All right. Well. That just tells me Simmons soft. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll blow that one up real quick. And we'll say goodbye to Eastern Conference. We'll wish it well. We'll see you next round, probably. Yeah. And the Western Conference is coming up here in a second. Uh, Golden State to the bottom of it with the Clippers, Western Conference. Was there any surprises going into the Western Conference? Um, Surprise, Denver came to play. Denver came to play. It's funny that you mentioned Denver because Denver, to me, is, 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 is... Yes, they they grabbed the two seed. Yes, they were an impressive surprise this whole season. Uh, Joker being, you know, this all-star that's, you know, doing what an all-star player caliber does, but maybe not getting the recognition that some of the other caliber stars of his position get. But what I'm seeing here is a lot of of young talent, a lot of young playoff experience talent, maybe lack thereof. And some veterans... That are on the, on the, on those teams, that 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 are just playing better ball, the best ball that they played their entire careers. You know, uh, there's a guy Will Barton, been I think nine or ten years in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, bouncing around from a few teams. I went to high school with that guy. <laughs> I I remember you mentioned so, that. To, so in, in your Facebook, I, I kind of been following him in his career, and right now, especially in these playoffs, he's playing the best ball I've ever seen him play. And I watched him win championships in high school. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, not to you know jump ahead, uh, but let, we'll, we, let's go ahead and jump into the the two and seven. You know, Denver. Since we're talking about him, um, you know, has has a lot of good talent. You had Joker averaging twenty and ten rebounds a, a game. And then you have a combination of Murray eighteen points and Millsap twelve points, seven rebounds. I mean, they have a nucleus that can win the series. But to me, it's it, it, it against the San Antonio with a Greg Popovich coached. Right, and and my whole thing to this series, because uh, I had a friend on Facebook say something along the lines of, um, I'm not sure, oh, this is the only game I don't have in the, like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And my comment to him, if coaching matters, San Antonio takes it. You know, but when I predicted this, I actually predicted a pre- Denver winning this pretty dominantly. Uh-huh. But that was before San Antonio stole Game One, so I don't know if I'm allowed to change my pick 
Oh, or, or change my uh, what's the name? Because I did have Denver dominating the series four to one originally, but I don't know if I believe that that's even possible. <laughs> you know, it's a mystery because it's a team that looked on paper and looked on the court like they could challenge the Golden State Warriors, and here we are questioning their ability to be the San Antonio to be the San Antonio team. Because of Greg Pogoching, and you're absolutely correct, Kamikaze, because Greg gets it. He's the yeah. best He's the best example in coaching basketball today that's closer to uh, Belichick to me. He's a guy that utilizes his players. He's the Does, Belichick of basketball right He's now. the Belichick yeah. of basketball. He utilizes, utilizes players to what they're good at. He grabs players from Europe, and he utilizes them over here in the NBA. The process has worked. I mean, take a look at the, at the stat sheet on players. I don't really need to go over. Um, but San Antonio, to me, can make this a series. Yeah. Can make this a series. Uh, San Antonio can win this series. Um, to me, I was thinking the same way. I was thinking a 4-3 to three San Antonio yeah, for me. I'm thinking I think San DeMar Antonio. Rosen's that, that guy that consistently yeah. can, can be that star player for you with San Antonio. With with granted, you have in your, in your possession... Uh, an Aldridge player that that can average on a playoff game. He's averaged twenty five to thirty points on occasion. Has gone as high as forty to fifty points in a playoff game. Uh, I feel like with the with the team they've acquired and Greg Popovich yeah. in the corner four three Denver yeah, is Patty upset. Mills like is that's upset. that them like the Spurs though they don't have any of their. Any of their former stars that we're used to yelling out, you know. But, like you said, they have DeMar DeRozan. They have LaMarcus Aldridge. They have Patrick Mills. Now, 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 DeMarcus Aldridge is probably their most seasoned player as far as uh, veteran experience in the playoffs. He's played with Portland Trail Blazers. He's had some playoff series with San Antonio as well. So, there's a guy that kind of needs to have a good playoff uh, uh, year this year and push the San Antonio team as much as possible. Because to me, um, he's kind of let the organization down. They spent big money on him. Right. Uh, they maxed contract. So to me, he's a guy that needs to accelerate his playoff game. It's a great opportunity. I feel like Denver's a young team, an up-and-coming team. They look great in the, the season, but 4-3, San Antonio nips it. Greg Popovich, you know, goes in the second round. Yeah, like I told y'all, I originally had I originally had it four one Denver, but San Antonio stole that first game, and now I think it's going to be four three San Antonio as well. Speaking of teams to steal a game, we kind of recirculate our spot back to the one and eight seed. Being that we skipped to the two and seven seed. Oh, my fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't your fault. We were talking about it. Talk up, talking out of order, right? We were talking about it, so I just flowed with it. But we have the uh, Golden State Warriors. That's why we need a producer. <laughs> with the Los Angeles Clippers, the wrong Los Angeles team to make the playoffs, but obviously records speak for themselves. I, 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 know, I ain't going to say nothing. My, my hat's off to the Clippers, but you know. LA, go get AD. To, to the mark. L.A. Lakers are always going to be the team of L.A. Yeah. I'm sorry, Clips. Um, but uh, any um, any surprises here? Um, because of the fact that you had a Kevin Durant-Beverly um, argument 
that went to, you know went, what? went to a technical foul, that went to a teed up out of the game. Talking about surprises. Los Angeles stole a game the other night. Uh, that's, why I, that's why I segued into that. You like that, right. don't you? Right. You like that, don't I you? I just remembered that. I watched, I, I, dog, I watched them, the Warriors blow that 31-point lead. I could not freaking believe it. I was like, yo, really? And like Patrick Beverly, dog, when we joked about the Clippers putting Patrick Beverly on KD. Right. This shit is working. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think with the way they stole the second game, something's working with that. And to me, I'm I'm Kevin pushing, Durant had nine turnovers and only seven shot attempts. I'm pushing KD's buttons all game long. Right. And now you have no Lance. Watch what Patrick Beverly do, please, because we're gonna have you do that if we you stick around. And he's already got, he's already been ejected out of one game, so you know you have a limit in yeah. the playoffs as far as techs. Seventh on your seventh technical. You get suspended. So, so you get tossed for that game and you get suspended for the next game. Not to say it'll happen in this series, but going into the next series. Either way, losing Kevin Durant. And, and then if you get past this series, well, they, obviously they're going to get past this series. But when you get past this series, if you haven't gotten any more texts or if you get more texts and you lose Kevin Durant versus, say, a Houston right. team that can play defense and right. score. Right. Oh my God! Like that's that that could pr- prove to be detrimental. So I mean, is there anything to the you included earlier was about the surprise of the Clippers actually pulling off a, a win here against Golden State at, I, in, in Oracle? I'm just I'm I, like dude, like forget everything that I said about Denver being the biggest surprise and all of that other crap. The fact that Patrick Beverly, this wasn't his assignment. He went up to the coach and said, I want KD, you know. Yeah. And it's just like KD said, man, that's that's a guy from Chicago. That's right. That's that's who they are. That's how they are. He going to talk. I'm going to talk. Like, you know, I don't know. Did you have a Did you have a problem with talking, Kamikaze? I mean, no. You... I, you, I complained about them getting thrown. Yeah. I complained about the double text. I, I I'm like, dog. I also don't have a complaint with, with players talking. I feel like if they need to talk. They can talk and thing as long as it doesn't get physical. Right, and and and, and when they coming from it, they both got big smiles on their face. So that's they love the competition. This right. is playoff basketball. This is for the ship. Like if you don't, if yeah. it's win or go home it's at some point. Go home, it's kill or be killed at this right. point. Right, you know. So if so, so, let the guys play ball. You know, I understand that you don't want no fights or nothing out, but it was they man. They were just talking. So do you, so do you have any other surprises coming from this series? Being that it's one one, Golden State going think, into L.A. now at the Staples Center. What, I think who, who, who do you, who it do you sucks have? that Boogie Cousins got injured. Of course, you know course. I, I wanted him to you know experience this playoff life. He only got two games, well a game and yeah part of a quarter right. out of it. You know, so hopefully he has a strong recovery. Somebody pays the man for him to stay consistently. Um, I don't want you in L.A. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you are the type of player we need, but... Well, we had conversated in the past on previous shows about the excitement of a possibility of him, but I, I agree. I feel like uh, we can see we can see our big man being someone else, possibly a draft pick coming yeah. up in this year's draft. Um, but... Um, but so, so do you see any surprises coming out of this series, or do you think Golden State... You know, just you know, just rides off and and finishes it in four games. 
uh, so what? Three more games. What do so you think? so basically, they would they would need to win three more games yeah. after this. To do I think the do I think the Clippers have the ability to steal another game? Correct. As long as Patrick Beverly keep guarding KD, the Clippers got a chance. But I I think this series is gonna end four to one because I think that the easy money sniper is gonna find a way to get around that defense. He's second best player in the league, if you ask me. I've got five. Five names for you. Okay. Curry. Mm-hmm. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much this one, uh, Green. And then I got... Yeah, but Draymond uh, Green... It, and then, then I got Iguodala. Draymond Green is important, too. And, and that's what I'm, I'm saying is basically uh, Golden State's going to realize their Golden State. Game three is in Los Angeles Staples Center, which they have no problem winning in there, no. obviously. Uh, to me, it's just basically Clippers. Had a problem on Christmas, <laughs> except on Christmas, right? But look what that look what that cost us at the end. You know, it cost yeah. us thirteen to fifteen games without LeBron. But uh, I I see us going four one. Golden State's just there's this is too much. Uh, yeah. Clippers with Doc Rivers, great I effort. A sweep, so great I'm effort. Four one to me is 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 the limit for the Clippers. I feel like they can compete, but at the end. You can't stop Steph Curry, not if you're the Clippers. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You can stop Kevin Durant, but you still got to worry about Klay Thompson and Steph Curry lighting it up on the sides. Right. And then you got Steph Curry, great shooter. Klay Thompson, even greater shooter. Right. Freaking Kevin Durant, the easy money sniper, can't guard him. Right. Like, well, I mean, Patrick Beverly can guard him, but... Most people can't guard him. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Beverly's having success on him, which yeah. is fantastic. But but but, but the if you're if you you or if you're Vegas, the money's on Kevin Durant. Right, he's gonna win this matchup eventually. Like it, he didn't do it in game one because uh-huh. they got tossed. He right. didn't do it in game two because Patrick Beverly had him to nine turnovers and seven shot attempts. You know, but. Game three, in game three, expect Kevin Durant to dominate that matchup if they put Patrick Beverly back on him. Oh, I, I agree with you, but I don't agree with you. I'm going with 4 1. I'm sorry. Sorry. 4 1 to me. Yeah, 4 1. There we That's go. That's what I'm going. Dad, the Clippers stole that one game. I thought it was going to be a sweep. Now I think it's going to be 4 1. <laughs> like, I still don't think the Clippers can win another game. Clippers should be lucky they they won that game. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. Going to what I I feel like should be one of the best series in this Portland, ne- Portland OKC. Portland OKC. My boy Dame Lillard is tearing them up. And, and I want this on recording record because this whole season I've talked to this man Kamikaze here, and this is Pat Wick, and I want you guys to know this that. This guy has has heard me all season long saying that Damon Lillard's the truth. Damon Lillard is the guy that the Lakers need to target. They need to put a trade together for Portland, whatever it takes. This is the guy we need because here's a guy that could shoot it from anywhere and has this aggressive chip on his shoulder. Uh, Portland, to me, is is an interesting matchup here. You you obviously, obviously had Lillard. Uh, McCullen, uh, great supporting cast versus an OKC team, which which going in, uh, you want to see in year two what the Paul George Russell Westbrook experiment is. 
Um, you know, obviously Paul George is there for a long haul. What do you expect going into this series, Kamikaze, as far as, I like, ex- you know, OKC coming into it and realizing, okay, we're facing a pretty legit number three Portland team. Are we going to see the best Russell Westbrook and, and Paul George that we are going to see? Or is Portland basically going to just say, you know, it's going to take five, maybe six games. I don't think it's going to go seven um, for them to just say, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, do what we were supposed to do. And, and win this series and, and possibly play the, uh, uh, what is it going to be? It's going to be the winner of Houston, or no, the winner of Denver San Antonio. So, uh, I mean, it, 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 to me, you you can guard Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You you can figure things out. But you can't guard Dame Lillard's range. You can't guard Dame Lillard's range. Uh, <laughs> Um, to me, um, um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay. Dame Lillard, game one, gave you 30 points. Ennis Cannon gave you 20 points and 18 rebounds. Okay. Game two, CJ McCollum gave you 33 points. Dame gave you 29 points. If you can get two players like that, any other two, two of those players, and they got some good ones. Like I just said, C.J. McCollum, 33 points. You know, Ennis Canna, 20 points, 18 rebounds. On the a, on a same night that Lillard scored 30 points. You know, so. But, I mean, you're not talking about a team that's not offensively gifted. You've got two guys there in George and Westbrook that could average a triple-double if need be. Yeah, but I mean they get utilized so much. I mean Russell has the gas on every game, just pushing the pedal up and down the court. I feel like in the playoffs sometimes it's just. To me, Russell Westbrook pushes the gas so much in these playoff series. I don't really know. what he's doing as far as av- or managing his body um, against this Portland team, he, it's going to go back and forth. And I, 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 I like Lillard's cannon over Russell Westbrook's ability. Uh, CJ Miller, yeah, he's not a Paul George, but he'll do for this series. I like Portland in this series. I like Portland 4-2. In this series, yeah, I think I got Portland four to two in this series too. Yes, I do. And, and, and it's a shame because you know, OKC is a uh, a well coached team. Yeah, they're uh, not they're not bad. It's just it's just like you said, their usage rate in the regular season is so high between those two players. Where I named three players on Portland's team, and then they have even more, you know, that they can that that they have. Like it's just not just those three players, you know. So there's a lot Portland can do. You know, and it, Portland has a lot of players that can, you know, produce. So, it, it, and when when you just got, and I know Dennis Strude is going to help Russ and George, you know, but those three alone ain't going to be enough. It's going to go four for two. Any surprises coming out of there? Any technical fouls from Russell Westbrook we're going to get 
Adam Morrison, you know, spiking somebody in the face or we'll any, see. any any any. Um, we'll see. I hope get, not. We're gonna get good Russ. It's playoff ball, man. Let these let these players leather, play. Let them get chippy. Russ. Let them get chippy. Oh yeah, we might get a leather suited Russ. That wouldn't surprise me. You know, we're gonna get the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air tank top <laughs> with the with the fanny pack, or you know, I mean the guy's got the a uh, fashion statements that that's just you know. I wouldn't say boring or outrageous. I mean, everybody do you. Uh, I wouldn't wear the shit. But, I mean, um, uh, all I'm saying is that, you know, everybody out there, you do you. Don't laugh at what I'm doing. But I'm just saying, for a guy that makes the kind of dough that Russell Westbrook makes, come on, bro. Look fine. You know, look look, look good when you come out. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he thinks he looks good. We may not like it, but... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like these are like big fashions and like. See what the Paris. hell would James Harden be walking out there in too? Like, is all they all weird? <laughs> I, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the day that uh, uh, James Harden has like a bird's an actual bird's nest in his beard yeah. with like live birds, and I, I feel like that's you know just the next move. In Speaking his... of James Harden, let's move on to this uh, Rockets Utah series. Uh, is it is to to use this much anything of a series or just a, a prelim of the next round? No, it's gonna be a series. You think this is gonna be much? Yeah, of a Utah. Series? Eh, don't play with Utah like you, that. You've got a a Chris Paul that's that's basically okay. And you got a Donovan Mitchell. You got <laughs> you got a Clint Capella. Yeah, all right. Hold on, who they got? <laughs> and then, then I haven't mentioned the, the say the best for last, uh, James Harden, the leading scorer of the league yeah, the past two or James three years. Harden, That's okay. Um, That's okay. You got Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. You, you, you got Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. No, I like Ricky. Yeah. I like Ricky. I like Ricky a lot. They got um, some players over there in uh, Utah. To me, it, it, it's it's. I'll give Utah one. One? I'll give Utah one. I'll give him two. But I'll give Utah one. Ultimately, and, James Harden and the Rockets and Chris Paul are going to, you know, win this series 4-2. I, I, mean, I want the Rockets to win. I, I mean, want I want to see Houston in the finals. At this point, oh, Chris there? Paul's on, on borrowed time. He is on borrowed time. And it's like, it's not if he'll get injured. It's like a matter of when. It's when. <laughs> Right, so you want them to get through these series as leisurely as possible, knowing that probably the second and third will be the most exhausting, and that if you can just limp into the finals, somehow he'll make something work. You know, they'll come out with some, you know, uh, Terrell Owens type of surgery where he could possibly miss the first two games and come back for the the rest of the series. I don't know, um, but like I said, he's on borrowed time for me. Um, you know, that's the, that's the only problem is not. Like he said, if he gets hurt, is when he's going to get hurt. And he's going to get hurt. Um, to close out the Western Conference, man, because that is all. Uh, any surprises going into this Western Conference playoff series that you may have? Um, you know, we've talked about Denver. You know, having the second uh, best record into going into the playoffs. Um, I'm getting booted by a seven seed. You know, yeah. that to me was was probably the biggest surprise we had going out of that. Um, you know. Coaching, uh, ultimately, a vesting talent. I'll be surprised talent. if the Clippers win another game. I'll be surprised if Utah, Utah is not able to compete against the Rockets. 
And I'll be surprised if OKC wins this series over Portland. Okay. Okay. But I expect San Antonio to get it figured out and to beat Denver, you know. Um, and Denver's a young team. San Antonio's a quiet veteran. You know, they 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 they're veterans. That a lot of most of all of them should be used to being in the playoffs. You know, so I mean, you got Pop as your coach. I expect San Antonio to do what they're supposed to do. So it's for for you as well. That's the like you know going to be your big surprise. You know, coming out of the Western Conference so far. What, you know? San Antonio? Yeah. No, there's no surprise. There's they no should. surprise. They should do what they, okay. they should do that. Okay. And if they don't, I'll be surprised. There you go. If Denver wins that series, I'm surprised. Um, to kind of close out this, uh, you know, this basketball segment as we get into our playoffs, we like to recap one of our favorite teams as far as uh, in basketball today. And it's no surprise, obviously, if you've picked up on the language or the side chatter as far as when we've gone through this playoffs, who could be available for the said Los Angeles Lakers. And we want to give a recap. Uh, obviously, if there's any other teams you'd like us to recap, send us a shout-out. We'll recap that team as well. But we're both Laker fans as well as other teams' fans, but we're going to go with the team we know the best, and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'm going to get into my segue. Breaking news, obviously, LeBron not going into his uh, ninth uh, he it ends at eight playoff series run for him. He will not go into a ninth playoff series it's okay. year. It's okay. It's okay. But uh, I mean, everybody deserves a down year. I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers to me, um, they got a lot higher in their expectations for this year. They got they sniffed a four seed. Yeah, but they were even, at the six even seed when for a while. Signed, he said it was going to be a process. Uh, playoffs were not guaranteed, you know, but. Yeah, when you get the best player in the world, we expect to go to the freaking playoffs. And the fact that we're not in the playoffs, it, it, it sucks. And it bothers me. But everybody deserves a down year. So I'm going to give you a mulligan, LeBron a mulligan. James. A mulligan. Yeah. This season, I'm not even going to count it against you being the greatest of all time. But, but, if we don't get to the playoffs next year, even without another star, we should be we sh- we should have the roster to to get to the playoffs. I'm sorry, we should. And he got injured for the first time. He missed some extensive time. You know, so stay healthy, LeBron. Stay healthy, uh, Lonzo. Stay healthy, Kuzma. Stay healthy, Brandon Ingram. Just stay healthy, and we good. We we was the number four seed on Christmas Day. We beat the fucking Golden State Warriors on Christmas Day. Come on, now. that's potential. I'm gonna stop this record because I feel like you are ridiculous. This should have been a playoff team. The were you telling me that we couldn't have been better than the Clippers? No, we could have. That's what I'm saying. I I looked at how the you know the top you know ten or fifteen players uh, average this year as far as points, assists, and rebounds, and, and to me it 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 shows in the assist. I mean, outside of Rondo and LeBron, are, which average about eight assists a game, I'm not seeing squat as far as passing the ball. And if you can tell the diagram as far as the, the teams that win in the Western Conference, they pass the ball. Um, I don't know why this wasn't addressed. We're uh, just not getting a lot of open shots. So, like, see, like, that's why I, like, assist as a, as a stat, like, 
it sucks that 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 point guards get get you know they get judged based off their assist numbers because you know if I pass the ball to a player and somebody comes to play and grabs him on defense and he got to do a lot to get around him, I'm not going to get no credit for that assist even though I passed the ball. But I mean, I mean, if you look at what's winning in the NBA, it, it it's spreading the floor, it's finding that open shooter. We don't have that. We don't have that sniper that's going to catch and shoot. Yeah, I mean and that's yeah, the problem. I mean, you're speaking the truth here. I mean, after those names I dropped, which were uh, LeBron James and Rondo, the only player after that, and after that, the number drops right. from five uh, an average a game from Lonzo. And the rest of the players average about two or three or less. Yeah. And, and to me, it's too many stars not wanting to play team ball. And, I mean, Walton was, was kind of part of that <coughs> um, problem as far as not being able to balance or speak up, maybe. But, I mean, uh, Lakers, to me, had that talent. That. That's your job. You I mean, I mean, I just named off, like, I mean, we're talking the Clippers were the eighth seed. The seventh seed was San Antonio. I mean, not to say San Antonio doesn't have a Greg Popovich, which is a great coach, but we could have beaten yeah, teams they like got that. A good roster. San Antonio should have been better than what they were. If you look at their roster and who they who they have, San Antonio should have been better. So I'm not gonna sit here and put San Antonio on this pedestal. Like they should have been better, but like you said, what got them into the playoffs? They had they got a better coach. Straight up, we needed a we need a better coach. We need a shooter, and San Antonio has that shooter in DeRozan. You know he's gonna pull. He's gonna stand up and pull up. So speaking of coaches, um, you know we've had we've heard over the last few weeks as far as once Luke Walton's been fired now, and now there's a conversation about two coaches mostly as far as like Monty Williams yeah, and Trey Lou, uh, but to me. Uh, I've seen the product that they've kind of put together in Cleveland. I don't think it's going to go well at the West. I like Williams. I like his pedigree. He's older than LeBron, but has played with LeBron, so there's still that connection. I think he's fresh enough. He's a new enough coach to kind of make it be a new LeBron experience. Um, But y'all can keep that Cleveland 2.0 shit somewhere else. I don't want Tyloo. Yeah, Ty Lue, to me, it, it doesn't it doesn't progress well in the Western Conference. I feel like, you know, that... I feel like if Ty Lue is the coach, then you might as well just tell LeBron, put on a suit. Yeah, basically. Because, like... Basically. You know, well, we already gonna have... We're going to overpay for... We're going to overpay Ty Lue to have a player's coach. Okay. Like, I don't want that. All right. So, with, uh, obviously, Magic stepping down, which was a disappointment... Uh, we so, have Rob no, Plink. That shit out at work. We we have Rob Plinka taking over a uh, majority of the roles, um, as far as general manager and president. Any bus? Not a great idea. Uh, Get I've, rid of Rob, please. I, I've got to I've, I've got to agree. There's a lot of great brains out there as far as uh, general managers or players or coaches out there that you could look to, rather than Kobe Bryant's uh, agent. Uh, it feels to me that somewhat Kobe Bryant could pull some strings sometimes with Rob Palenka being his agent. Um, but, you know, Rob Palenka's got a list of a litany of free agents that a lot of people don't expect him to possibly pull in. I'll, I'll read that list off to you, Kamikaze. Uh, we have, uh, obviously, Kevin Durant, uh, uh, 
Leonard Irving, uh, Thompson, Butler, Walker, Horford, uh, no Kyle Perz... No Horford. For he's some scratched, reason, Kyle Perzingis' name keeps popping Kiss out. Steps is, a, is a free agent? Well, he is uh, an asset of the Mavericks, and we will see when his injury comes well, out. But Kiss they, Steps, they just traded for him. They're going to trade well, him away. Well, I'm not saying it would make sense, but he is listed as a possible free agent. Well, and obviously the... And, but out, and then obviously the last, Dunkage. but certainly not least, Dunkage. we have uh, a Milton from the Bucks that we talked about yeah. uh, very much available. But, you know, there are a few opportunities there. Uh, we like shooters. Obviously, in a perfect world, we would love Clay Thompson. <laughs> you know. You already uh, say you're not even giving the Lakers a uh, um, I will. I will probably agree with you. I don't think he steps away from the dynasty unless I'll take Kimball Walker. Uh, Kimball Walker is good. I, I personally, we talked off, off camera, we talked off uh, taping uh, another show about possibly about bringing Jimmy Butler in. Which to me, which to me would be a solid number two to LeBron. His, you know, not to say Batman to Robin, but Batman and Superman, so to speak. Uh, Jimmy can make those tough shots. Uh, LeBron can, I think, the not say needs to develop, but you know, bring along Jimmy as far as what he needs him to do, what he doesn't need to do when he needs to be a scorer, when he needs to just be sit back and be a shooter. Um, I think that makes the most sense. And then you have my wild card is, which is uh, Kyle Irving, or, or Kyrie, Irving. Kyrie Irving. And to me, they, they played together. They won a championship together. Um, I feel like it's, he's not 100% involved with Boston, besides just maybe what he's mentioned at the game, saying that he could possibly sign or probably would sign. But to me, I think it's still a little shaky. Uh, he knows what he gets with LeBron. It's Los Angeles. It's the West. It's a new challenge for him. Uh, that's my wild card. <laughs> they conquered the East together. Go conquer the West together. And, and they beat the Warriors together. Yeah. So I mean that that that's two right there. I mean you have that that relationship. And they beat a seventy three and nineteen after being down three to one. And, and to me, it, what we need here, and I'll just read off a little bit. I mean, obviously LeBron James twenty seven, Ingram eighteen, Kuzma eighteen points. Nines from Lonzo. Our next bigger so our our best our next biggest scorer uh, is Javale McGee with averaging seven. Here's that's a guy I'd like to come back. Uh, Carwell Pope, which is a guy we'd like to lose, averaged eleven until the end of the year when he decided. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm gonna score thirty every night from now on because we're missing the playoffs. <laughs> exactly my point is like this guy signs for twenty one million and we're supposed to get what we for gotta that? dump that dump that contract. Um, so we both we like Zubak. He averages eight. Zubak don't play for us no more. We traded him. But like I said, asset we could have had averages eight. Doesn't have us, but for Jamel McGee to me and is a guy. I, come on now, Josh Hart, you supposed to be that shooter that I'm talking about, dog. Seven point eight points. Like I love to know what your three point percentage was because I don't have those numbers right now. But next show, I'm I got some words for you. But I mean, the Lakers to me, we hope to snag a big fish or a trade prospect. I uh, don't know how he'll we'll draft. We do know we love the seven six center out of UCF for us as the possible first draft pick. I uh, don't know where he'll, where he'll go. Obviously, there'll be a big market for the Zion Williams, the JT Barrett's out there, um, and said players like that. Um, you know, we don't know. You with you guys at home will be hoping that the Lakers pick if that's your team. Uh, send a shout out to us. Let us know what you think your team, if it's not the Lakers, will pick up. 
And if you think the Lakers are your team, let us know what you think we should we, who who we should draft in the first round. We get I believe what uh, top ten, top fifteen, depending on the lottery. And uh, so, um, uh, any other uh, statements for the uh, Lakers, my friend? Uh, uh, you know, no Tyloo. No Tyloo. Uh, get rid of Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka is a no go. Uh, Carwell Pope. Carwell Pope, dump that contract. Gotta dump uh, that contract. Um, if don't you, trade Kyle Kuzma. I was gonna say that was be my next question. Out of the the the, the three young players. That seem to be the, the the chosen assets as of right now for the Lakers. Who do we who do you see them trading as far as Ingram, uh, Kuzma, or Lonzo? If you, see them you get rid of Lonzo, to- you better get a defender in return because that's gonna hurt a lot. But I feel like he's a tradable asset. Uh, Brandon Ingram, um, much like Caldwell Pope, he didn't come on until the end. I don't know why he couldn't get it figured out earlier. He was in a perfect situation to succeed you know so i feel like he's a tradable he's a tradable asset because people are going to remember what they did lately and kuzma was injured so you know i want to keep kuzma i like he's he's my favorite of the three i really like lonzo a lot because of his defense but yeah and uh, Lonzo and, and Lonzo and Ingram are the guys that I would trade. And if you could find a suitor for Josh Hart, got some words for your next show, then take him too. Alrighty. So going out of that, we'd like to welcome the let you know that we will be going into the second round here once the first round of the playoffs breaks up and is over. But just a reminder, we'll be going into the second round once the first round is over, just to let you know. Um, going into just a tiny tidbit uh, at the end, kind of a closing of the show, um, we'd like to congratulate Tiger Woods today as far as uh, winning the winning the 2019 Masters. Uh, <laughs> my congratulations. For that, <laughs> that's funny. That I mean, just to congratulate Tiger. I mean, hasn't won a title uh, since '08, uh, as far as his first major. Um, you know what can you say? He was two under par for the for the for the Masters. Um, he's one away now um, from tying the all-time wins on the PGA Tour. 82 being Sam Snead, 81 being Tiger Woods. And uh, Tiger Woods, this is, would be his 15th major. Is like I said, his first major since 2008, which puts him three behind Jack Nicholson. Uh, I am so elated for Tiger Woods. Uh, here's one of those stories that uh, they call it a comeback story. Um, to me, Tiger is great for golf. Um, here, here's a guy that can totally redeem himself. I guess you know he's uh, you know he's gotten better in life. Uh, the back surgeries. To the knee surgeries have drained his career over the past 10 years. Uh, to see this guy come on top finally in Augusta, I mean, what else can you say, Kamikaze? It's just one of those moments where you've got to sit back and just smile. Yeah. A tackle with a smile. I was watching the sports in a clip from him winning the Masters early, and I just, I like, my my response was, damn, that's amazing. Like, um, that's awesome. That's dope. Like, congratulations, Tiger. On a side note, how many times when he, saw, when he smiled did you want to say, I always wanted to say this for shizzle. I mean, all of Dave Chappelle. I mean, yeah. that's the greatest moment moment in the uh, race draft. Am I not right? You know, the uh, 
so to speak, African-American coalition finally, you know, selects Tiger Woods. Right. You know, I mean, one of the, one of the, one of the steals of any draft, if you'd ask me. Yeah, um, if you ask him, he was something else, but I forgot <laughs> what he used to call himself. But yeah, um, uh, before we close out the show, I just want to say, Hulu has live sports. <laughs> Hulu has live sports. Yes, uh, and you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, Pocket Cast. Also find us on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Overcast. Yes, sir. We are on all of those platforms. Uh, we'll list them in the description. Um, thank you for listening. This has been the NBA Pod, the playoff first round prediction show, and Lakers recap for the season. And again, congratulations, Tiger. We'll see you guys on the next show where we'll touch base on the top 32 teams and their first round draft picks for the 2019 uh, Pro Draft coming up next week. Yes, we are going to do a dual first round mock draft. Mr. Wick, the Kamikaze. Yes, we're going to have our own first round mock drafts prepared and ready to give it to you guys. Once again, that's Kamikaze and Pat Wick. You have been prescribed. This is the script, and we're out.